we talk about make money when you buy. And everybody wants to have that kind of deal, but don't know how to get that kind of deal. And usually people do it through auction. But most people talk about auction, not that many people know how to buy a house through auction, how to get a good deal. Some people say it's a good deal. Some people say it's scary because you don't know what you get. We have specialists buy auction houses for us. And then they evaluate which one is a good deal. And we go from there. This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. We interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we have Naya Zhao. Naya is an investor in the Bay Area and was featured back on episode 75, where she talked about asset protection. Today, she's going to tell us how she uses the BRRRR strategy to purchase properties out of state at auction, rehabs the properties, and uses a professional property management team to rent them out. If you're interested in creating instant equity and building a portfolio of cash flowing rentals, you need to listen to this episode. And if you're new to the podcast, subscribe to the show and leave a review. We release episodes every Wednesday and Sunday and release the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com slash podcast. And if you want to know the secrets of how the top investors in the Bay Area are making huge profits in one of the most expensive markets in the world, download the free Ultimate Bay Area Investing Handbook on our website, everythingrei.com. Enjoy. Thanks for coming back on the show today. For those of you who are just listening and haven't heard her episode, she was on episode number 75, talking about protecting your assets using different limited liability corporations and structuring your assets correctly so that they can't be taken away in a lawsuit. And today she has a very exciting topic to talk about. And that's purchasing properties out of state through auction to boost your returns. Naya, welcome back to the show. Hey, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy I got the opportunity to, to share this new things, this new thing with you. I've been doing it for two years and I am very comfortable to share with you now because I have uh, enough experience and case study to share with you, see, uh, you know, to let you know what I have been doing and surprisingly find out the reward is pretty good. And yeah, I think everyone should know this. So what I've been doing is uh, I want to invest into real estate market. And because of uh, California house price, housing price is really high. And I feel, let's just say, if I have a half million to invest, I probably can only invest one or two properties. But if I have a half million to invest in other state, I can invest into so many times 10, whatever the property I can invest here, I can time 10. And to some investors, they say, you know, I have only a hundred K I want to invest. And, but California is so expensive. So there's not much I can do. And once I did the out of state investment, I find out a hundred K actually is doable. If you want to be a real estate investor is a good amount of money to start. And not only you can invest one, if you do it right, you can do one and two and three within a year. You can do three or four properties with the hundred thousand dollars you have if you know how to leverage a loan. So here's why I want to invest into out of state. One is the, it's a request of very, very small capital. And number two, the return is much higher for real, for professional real estate investors can quickly evaluate when they buy a house. If this house as a rental property, if it's a negative or positive cash flow 
of course, appreciation is on top of it. So normally, if you buy a property for a million dollars, if you can rent it out for six percent of your investment, you probably can break even. But if anything less than six percent, you're at a negative cash flow. So let's just say one million dollars house in Bay Area. Your rent is. Can you make it a rent six thousand dollars per month? What do you think, Xiang? It's kind of hard. I know Santa Clara homes are about one million dollars, and you could probably rent it out for thirty five hundred to four thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's way below six percent, and which means this is a negative cash flow unless the owner put a lot of down payment into it. Okay, so however. In some of the states, and if you pick the right area, you can get a ten percent return or even higher on the cash flow. And then on top of that, because if you pick the good area that has a very good appreciation, the appreciation is about eight to fifteen percent per year. So let's just say if your rent is ten percent per year and your appreciation is eight percent per year, your money increasing eighteen percent per year. And that is the beauty of investing in other state. Now, some people say, "Oh no, no, that's not true because appreciation won't go up every year." And who knows where this economy gonna go? It could go down. It's already slowing down. And I have investor friends ask me that question too. Well, my answer is for buy and hold properties, we don't really care about where the market is going. I know those market I chose are going up. But for the worst case, if it goes down, as long as I don't sell, it doesn't make a difference to me. What it does make a difference is: Will I still have renter? Will I still have keep money keep flowing into my pocket? That is very important. So now let's look at the the market, the housing market in United States. This country is called renters nation. The reason we call it renters nation is the percentage of the house owner and The renter is changing now. Fifty percent of the people are renters, and more is growing right now. Actually, let me. I want to show you some numbers, and this you can find online also. So, okay. So in two thousand six, in one hundred people, twenty one people are renters, seventy nine people are house owners. Ten years later, two thousand sixteen. Forty-seven people are renters. Only fifty-three people are owner house owners. So house renter percentage is growing in this country, and they keep growing due to two reasons. One reason is、uh, student loan. So student loan percentage is the debt is keep growing, and another reason is elderly, the baby boomer. They are retiring, and the study shows. Baby boomer average they can get is fourteen thousand dollars from their retirement in this entire country. So that is very low. They do need some supplement income to make up the gap to keep their lifestyle going. So what they do is they lots of people sell their houses. After they sell the house, if they don't want to be homeless, they will have to rent somewhere, right? So that that's another big group. Group of people that can be our renters. Now we look at those numbers. We see that because the student loan, the debt is keep going. The millennial wants to buy house, but they're not able to. 
So a lot of millennials say, "I want to buy a house, but I don't even have a one thousand dollars down payment." Now let's look at the percentage of that. Is thirty five percent of millennial owns home, but seventy five percent of them wanted to buy just cannot afford. So that is a big gap. What I want and what I have. So for this reason, people want to have a home. What it creates is the future market needs when we sell the house, and the current market needs is they need a house to rent. So for now, if we're house owner, we are taking advantage of a first is first mover advantage. So we before everybody realized where the housing market gonna go, we already own the house. And at some point, if we want to sell the house, we know who's gonna buy those. Seventy-five percent of the people want to buy and don't have money yet, and they will be our potential buyers. That's really cool. So, how do you pick the markets to invest in? Well, I actually pick the market has high growing market. For example, low unemployment rate, and、uh, let's just use particular city. If you Google and our audience, they Google it, they can find out more information about what I say. They can use data to prove it. So let's just say one of the cities we invest is Indianapolis. Indianapolis has two million people population, and their unemployment rate is less than four percent. And their sports, healthcare, and conventions, education, government, pharmaceutical company keep growing there. And this city is rated as the top five city for high tech job opportunities in the United States. Forbes magazine talk about it, and then also Times magazine talk about this is the top twenty high tech company in the in the country. And then other like high tech companies are moving there, like Salesforce, and Salesforce headquarters is here in San Francisco. However, they want to put their second home in Indianapolis, and the Amazon has project there, and then、uh, Infosys has a second. Yeah, they want to put their second home there too. So second base. So. All those things tells me the job opportunity is flowing to that area, and the houses we normally select is the area that city already have plans. They're gonna build theater, shopping center. There's all kind of like supply. Okay, let's just say normally it's just residential area and this low income area, but it's near downtown. However, it's not called opportunity zone. Not bad, like how opportunity zone. It's just normal blue collar people, but it's like a few blocks from downtown. And then the city plan already have pictures for the future, like Target gonna be there, movie theater gonna be there, all the shops gonna be there, and yeah, so those area gonna grow fast. And then we're gonna buy properties in that area. And then also, if there's like any companies moving there, and then we're gonna buy houses that nearby, just like in Bay Area. Let's say Newark. Newark houses used to be pretty cheap, and Union City those houses are pretty cheap. The reason I grow over a million dollars recently is because of Facebook and Google. People just cross bridge eighty four, then they can Dumbarton Bridge, then they can go home. And even though those houses used to be seven hundred thousand, is around that range, and then suddenly it go eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand, a million, one point two, one point three, and I heard it recently dropped a little bit, but still compared to where they were a few years ago, it almost doubled, the price almost doubled. So those are things that we're looking for. 
Yeah, I go to that New Park Mall all the time. Anyways, you know, I love it. Yeah. So, don't you wish that five years ago, seven years ago, you bought a house there? Of course, of course. And、yeah. I mean, what are you guys doing? You guys aren't just going to go on MLS and purchase properties there, right? No, actually, we buy houses way below market rate. In real estate investment, we talk about make money when you buy, and everybody wants to have that kind of deal, but don't know how to get that kind of deal. And usually, people do it through auction. And but most people talk about auction. Not that many people know how to buy house through auction. How to get a good deal? Some people say it's a good deal. Some people say it's scary because you don't know what you get. We have specialists buy auction houses for us, and then they evaluate which one is a good deal, and we go from there. Usually, if you buy auction houses, the auction cost, the house cost, and also the rehab cost together. Let just、uh, let me give you an example. Are you ready for some numbers? Let's do it. So this is one of the recent house we did. The house price was thirty six thousand, and after the rehab, after auction fee, the total house cost is sixty seven thousand. So for this sixty seven thousand dollars house, the fair market value is ninety thousand. And immediately, if you want to flip the house, you make twenty three thousand. This is in four months range, and then most people who buy houses there don't want to flip because flip makes small money, and if you have a tight hand, you make a big gain, which is buy and hold. And let me share with you the sixty-seven thousand dollars house you paid for. The rent you can collect is seven hundred twenty-nine dollars, seven hundred twenty-five dollars per month. So that is way above one percent rule. And in this house, every year you can collect more than twelve percent. On the rent income, if you have the address and you Google, you will see they said、uh, in the last twelve months on Zillow it has a report. It said in the last twelve months this house increased ten percent, and in the next twelve months this house will increase another ten percent. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's the kind of house we do. Now back to what I was talking about. If you only have a hundred k, you want to have several houses in a year. How do you do that? So let's say I hope our audience have a pen and paper in front of you, so you can write down those numbers. The top line you write down sixty-seven thousand. That's your cost. The second line you write down ninety thousand. That is a fair market value. And because it's rental property, when you do get a loan, is they normally give you seventy percent of the loan, and which is the basically on fair market value ninety thousand. So you get a loan for sixty three thousand, seventy percent of the ninety thousand is sixty three thousand. That's the loan. Now you total put into sixty seven thousand, and you get a sixty three thousand back. How much you have in the deal? Yeah, just four k. Exactly. And then we did a quick calculation. If this sixty three thousand for thirty years term, five point two five interest, your monthly payment is three hundred forty eight dollars. The rent we collect is seven hundred twenty-five per month, minus property tax, insurance, and the property management fee. This total three things normally is about twenty percent of your rent. Now, seven hundred twenty-five percent minus twenty percent of rent, which is one hundred forty-five dollars, and minus three hundred forty-eight dollars monthly mortgage payment, your pure profit is two hundred thirty-two dollars per month. Yeah, it's pretty good for just four thousand in a property. 
Exactly. And if we do twelve months, two hundred thirty-two times twelve is two thousand seven hundred eighty-four dollars annually. And now let's talk about ROI, return on investment. So annually, you have two thousand seven hundred eighty-four dollars for the annual return, and divided by four thousand that you put in, your ROI is seventy percent.、Mm, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, like back to a hundred k. If you have a hundred k, you lock in four thousand dollars into this deal, and you still have,、uh, yeah, ninety six thousand. You can invest into next deal. So, one hundred k will carry you to a you know long way. You can have many many houses. The thing is, with rental properties, you can. I talked to Bank of America. Um, the deal, the numbers I gave it to you, five point two five thirty thirty years. Term those are from Bank of America data, and they only allow you to have four rental properties. So that's what will limited you. But then you can partner with somebody else who don't have a loan, and you guys can keep rolling. One has down payment, one one has credit. So those are for cash investors. Now I have a lots of people who use their four hundred one k era money to invest. Those money you cannot do loan, but however, the return even you hundred percent lock your money into the deal, the return is much much better than if you invest into Bay Area house market. Yeah. So just to clarify, since these properties are purchased on auction and you have to pay your contractors, when you purchase a property for that sixty seven thousand, you need cash, right? You can't just you can't finance that part. Yeah, everything is cash. So it's basically the birth strategy, right? Where you buy the property at auction. Uh, you do the rehab. After how long do you guys wait? Six months, a year to refinance? Not that long. So what we do is here's the process. We know we, exactly which day is the auction date. We put the money into escrow account five days before the auction date, and then、uh, so the, on the auction day we bid on the prop. Our specialist bid on the property. After we got the property, we need about two weeks because auction houses you cannot when you buy it you don't know what's the condition inside. So you need about two weeks to come up with the numbers. After you purchase the auction house, you need to go in there, have the construction team take a look how much it is going to cost, and estimate see if it's a good deal for buy and hold. If it's not buy and hold, good deal, then we'll probably just flip it or we'll do Airbnb there, then make a higher profit. But usually, we、we'll, we want a twelve percent return if we rent it out, and that takes about two weeks from the auction day to come up with the Excel sheet how much this house going to cost and where need to be fixed. The items is about three hundred lines to say you know the windows, the doors.、So、we give a very detailed report, okay, and then after the two weeks. You come up with the budget, and then from that day takes about two to three months to rehab. Depends on the project, how big is the project. So normally, about three to four months most, the house will be done with rehab, and then we、we'll、probably take another month or so to rent to find a renter. So it's a full service. The investors don't need to do anything. You just need to put the money there, and the next is you just you feel like you have a team working for you. So hey, Sean, we got this house for you, and this is the rehab, and this is your rent gonna be, and this is、uh, what we're gonna do next. So every step, you'll have people report it to you. And then when we're done, we say, okay, the whole project is done. Now it's listed to rent, and then you can see where we listed on Zillow and everywhere. And then the next thing is we got a renter. We signed the lease, and we need your bank account information where we send the rent to every month. 
Uh, so after that process, it's probably four months after you purchase the property. Mm. When do you decide to do the refinance with the bank to get most of your capital out? Usually, you need to wait for.、Uh, depends on what kind of loan you 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 will get. Okay, so if you use your personal guarantee loan, you can do it right away. If you want to use property to get a loan, you need to wait for six months or more to get a stable rent income record. Then you can get a loan from the bank. So is that six months from after your tenants already in place? Yeah, to collect the the first rent. Yeah, and so that property helps your DTI, right? It,、mm-hmm. it shows that you have higher income than just from your day job to then get the loan. Yeah, so the property is like a business. You know, this is a profitable business, so the bank don't even worry about it. But you talk to different bank. Different bank have different rules, and this what I'm talking about is in, in a normal case. I'm actually talking to some Chinese bank. Those banks are from Chinese. They they do. They're not a bank. They're just lenders, and they probably give us better deal. So if we do get a, a partnership from that lender, I'll let everybody know. So who ends up managing the property after it gets completed? Okay, I work with this company called Alpine, and Alpine is actually a full service company. We do everything. From buying the house to managing the house, so the good thing is the house we're managing for you is the house we rehabbed for you. So we're not like other property management say, oh, the house has problem. No, no, we rehab the house, and you have that three hundred list of what has been fixed before. So if there's new problem, let's say on the house pop up, you can compare. Say, hey, you know, we just paid like six months ago to replace this part. Now it has problem again. So normally we don't; those things will not occur in your case. Only small things. Usually we replace the pipes and the electricity lines, all of those things. So only small things on the house maintenance that maybe we didn't touch when we rehab the house. So you save the money, then maybe now you, it costs you a little bit. That's from the house maintenance part. From the renter, we rent the house for you. So we screen all the renters, make sure they're good quality people, can afford the rent, simple family. They're not going to mess up the house because if we don't choose them carefully, we will be the one dealing with them. So we don't want that to happen. This loss on you is、uh, trouble for us, right? So that's what we do. And we only manage houses for people who buy houses through us. So, is your property management team in house, or do you guys have like an outsourced property management team? In house, our rehab team is also in house. We don't outsourcing anything. Okay, that's very cool. I also want to share with the property management fee. That is ten percent of the total rent we collect for you. There's no any extra fees. I think people also have question about eviction. The eviction is very simple. We always go to landlord-friendly city to do the buy and hold cases. Like Bay Area is definitely not a landlord-friendly place. Yeah, they make it very difficult to people. In our areas, normally two weeks, yeah, your house will be empty, and the process is fairly easy. The cost is very low, and we as property management company don't call, don't charge you any fee. To do anything on our end, only the court fee. So whatever the necessary fees, our service don't we don't charge you. We're on the same boat with you. If your property don't make any rent, we don't make any service fee from this property. So in our best interest to get bad renters out and get good renters in. And if they really want to, they can always use a different property management company, right? Like they're not tied to you guys. No, they're not tied to us. They can use other people, no problem. 
but people are begging us to uh, let us manage their properties because you know the house we're managing we know the house is like we know the birth certificate we know this where this house coming from where it has been fixed what has been replaced you know there's no big problem there's no suddenly the pipe popped and then the water everywhere because those are new we just did it so we know the house very well we also know the renters very well we're very responsible on that part so the thing is, the house is stable, the renter is stable, so the house owner can keep collecting rent, and then we can just, it's easier on everybody. And what kind of deal flow can people be expecting from your company? You know, like, I don't imagine there's that many properties on auction, are there? Actually, we don't buy a lot of properties. We have four different markets in the United States now. Every month, we purchase about 50 properties in the four different markets. And it's not easy to buy an auction because if you know the market well, you can buy into some bad deals. So we focus on four different cities. Okay. I mean, 50 a month is actually quite a lot. So that's pretty good. Yeah, it is. In Midwest, uh, like what I said, uh, people carry a lot of debt and there's different things going on. It's not uncommon. Yeah. Can you give us more information about like Alpine Group and like, you know, how long have they been in business and what other things do they do? Sure, sure. Alpine is a food service company and established 15 years ago, 2005, 2004, the end of 2004, 2005. And the owner's name is Aaron Adams. Aaron actually used to be a high school history teacher, and but he's very enthusiastic and passionate and aggressive investor. So after he figured out how to do this on his own, which was 20 years ago, he figured out how to do this on his own. He figured out a system and he then moved out of California, went to other states to do the investment. In the last 20 years, Alpine, actually Aaron Adams, he found out how to help others to do it because he did it for himself and it worked. He just duplicated and then helped others how to invest and all these years, not only we do auction house and flip it, buy and hold property management, we also get into apartment building deals, mobile home park deals, just get more and more bigger deals. We recently closed uh, several mobile home park just this year, 2019. And usually for those properties, the cap rate is about six or seven. That is pretty good. But with Alpine, it's about 11% cap rate. So it's very, very impressive. And again, it's a lot of people say this world is not what you know and what you do. It's more about who you know. So have the good connection is very important. I've been Alpine for two years. I was their investor and then we get out to bigger and bigger deals. Now I partner with them and partner with Aaron, which is rock and roll California market. How did you meet him? Well, I go to a lot of real estate events. And I have a lot of people Then I know them as friends. So everybody is talking about investing with Aaron. And at the beginning, I was thinking he's just one of those guys and do fix and flip. I didn't really take him seriously until I heard enough about him. Then I say, I am curious who he is. Then when I met him and his wife, I, I like them. High integrity people. They're very young. They're in their 40s. High integrity and very sharp and aggressive on the real estate market. And what I like about it, normally aggressive people, they don't think too much. They just do it. What I like Aaron's strategy is he calculates a lot of things. For example, he's, he was exiting Dallas market 
just like a couple years ago, he he started exiting it. And I say, why are you leaving Dallas market? Everybody is talking about buying houses in Dallas market. He said, you know, Chinese are crazy. <laughs> Whenever Chinese come in here, coming to the market, the prices just keep going high and high and high. He said that they don't negotiate much because they have lots of money. And because of them, the market just, the price get really high and that will shrink the profit margin. And my investors don't like that. I don't like it either. So whenever we see Chinese are still moving in, that's fine. We're selling to them and we're moving out and they're happy. We're happy. We're opening the second market. And uh, at the beginning, I heard this. I feel like, hmm, I'm Chinese. I don't know if I like to hear that. But to learn more about real estate, I, I really admire him because think about it. A lot of people are emotional buyers or a lot of people are followers. When they heard Dallas is good, they go there. And then when others make money, they go there. However, just like stock market, when the stock market is blooming, and if everybody is talking about buying a stock, that's probably the time to sell. And this is exactly what's going on at the Dallas market. And he was slowly selling his houses, and then he moved into different market. Alpine still have some houses in Dallas, but that's no longer the primary uh, investment area. Now, like what, what I talk about in Indianapolis, Charlotte, and other states like Kansas City, those are our focus now. So everything happened. Especially when you make money, you need a momentum. And if you know where the momentum is, and if you know when to get into the market, you don't need to work too hard to make money. The momentum will take you. That's what the key is for real estate market. Yeah, very well said. So if you're an investor here in the Bay Area, you work in a tech job, but you want to own property, like you don't want to be just a small piece of a big passive investment. How much money do you think you need to have in order to be able to do the strategy that you're saying? I would say if you have 100K, just start with one house. If you have have 200K, let's try two houses. The thing is, if you know how to leverage the bank loan, you don't lock your money in there. You can use 100K to roll to four houses. The 200K, you can probably do four or six houses. Depends on what kind of loan program you get. Again, with this kind of real estate investment, you don't need to have a lot, but you can own a lot. That's really smart because if you just bought it off the MLS, you typically have to put down 20%, right? And then that money's locked in because you bought it at market rate. And if you have to pay rehab costs on top of that, then that money's gone. Mm-hmm. So with your strategy, you're able to buy a property and rehab it and then refinance almost all of your money out at the same time. Yes. So I, I say, you know, what I see is a lot of people's 401k money is sleeping. They go to different companies and they work for different people. And when they move to the next company, they worry about they'll lose their money. So most people don't even touch their money or they put into stock or they're forced into some kind of mutual fund or market or program. There's a fees, management fee every year. And it's no guarantee that you will not lose your money. And the gain is pretty small. So you're going flow with the market flow up and down, up and down. You probably 10 years later, you're back to where you were. If you are not, you make a small profit. But it was real estate market. If you get into the right market, I don't guarantee you make money every year, but overall you make a lot of money. As we all know, I was listening to Robert Kiyosaki's audio the other day. He's talking about he owns 7,000 rental properties. 
Wow. And he loves it. And he said uh, lots of people talk about lose money in the real estate market. He said, you know, when the market is sky high, I don't buy. We watch. Why you have to jump in? Think about Bay Area. Lots of people, when the market is very high, people jump in because they worry about they be left out. And now the market soft down. I was I, I constantly look at the house market every day. I look maybe sometimes a couple times a day, and I was just looking at a house this morning. There's one house, one point six million dollars in San Francisco, and below that price is said the the price dropped to seventeen thousand dollars in the last thirty days. That's actually not that bad. You know, I've seen fifty thousand drops. I've seen even four hundred thousand dollar drops. Okay, so in what in thirty days? Um, yeah, they drop it, but sometimes they do it on purpose to like generate you know more people to come through to like take out the properties. Oh yeah, yeah. You talk about the listing price; they drop the forty or four hundred. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the Zillow estimate. I see. Yeah, the Zillow estimate price say this house worth one point six million, and in the last thirty days, this house. Estimate price dropped to seventeen thousand, so it's pretty bad. But in the last five years, actually, most houses doubled. I want to share one more deal with you. I have so many cases, but I don't want to take your time forever. And if you want to hear more, we can, you know, make appointment. I'll show you more. But I want to share with you. There's one house, and I can share with you the address, and you can Google search this one. It's one five four three. South New Jersey Street in Indianapolis. This house, if you look at the Zillow, you will see the price list underneath. You will see price history. On the price history, you will see in 2014, January 17th, this house was sold for sixty thousand. And two years later, the house was listed for one hundred forty-nine thousand. Now this owner, I don't know what he's thinking about. He thinks he can sell his house for one hundred forty-nine thousand and make eighty-nine thousand profit in two years. The expectation is a little high. Of course, nobody bought the house. And finally, he dropped the price in two thousand nineteen to one hundred five thousand. Now many people bid on the house, and the house finally sold two thousand nineteen. August fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. So he sold it for 1.2 million. Let's just look at the house itself. From two thousand fourteen to two thousand nineteen, five years, the house value doubled. That is just like a Bay Area. In the last five years, the house value doubled. The difference between this house and the Bay Area house is, in between these five years, this house rent is always positive cash flow, and you can see. At 2014, the rent is 650,000, and then 2015, it dropped to 595 dollars per month, and until now, the house is still rented. Okay, every year is a three percent increase. So in the last five years, this house average bring into the 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 rent bring in is about seven thousand per year. So because of that, it's seven thousand one hundred forty dollars per year, and let's just times five, the house appreciation is sixty thousand dollars more, and the rent is thirty five thousand on the rent. So this sixty thousand dollars investment brought the investor ninety five thousand. What do you think, Xiao? Pretty good. Just want to clarify one thing. You said one point two million when he sold it, or do you mean one twenty k? 
I'm so used to Bay Area price and I made a mistake. Okay, it's uh, it's 120k. So the house was bought 60k in 2014 and sold in 2019 for 120k. Got it, got it. But the rent carried it. Yeah. So that you were able to make money while you're holding it anyways. So it doesn't even matter, right? Exactly. So the house was sold to another investor and the investors want to have a renter in the house. So to this previous owner, he made the rent until the last day of the he owned the house. And to the new house owner, he earned rent from the first day he owned the property. So that is the beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say, is it easy to sell a house there? How's the house market? How long you need to be on the market? I would say if you have renters in there and your buyer is another investor, don't even worry about it. Like this house is uh, the reason I choose this one is this is probably the longest on the market. And if we use our common sense, I answer you, oh, this one was on market for three years. But if you know the detail, it's very good three years on the market. Making money the whole time. Uh, so if we want to work with you guys, uh, what kind of fees are we expecting to incur? I don't know how it works. It's all a la carte based on what service you guys use. How we make money out of this. Exactly. Okay. So we charge auction fee. That is $2,500 for each auction. Okay. And then of course we charge for rehab and that is including the project management, the material and the labor. So that will be built in one package. So when we report it to you, we'll tell you, we bought this auction house for how much? And then on top of that, we have another bill. Let's say, let's just say we, let's use $80,000 total price. Okay. It could be, we say, we bought this house for $50,000. And then we charge, on top of that, we charge another $2,500 for auction fee. And then the rest of the money is for rehab. We'll, we'll give you a very detailed list. And it will give you a lot of pictures of the, this house. So you know what we're fixing and how's the house looking like now. And then after that, we give you a total bill. This is how much this house costs. And then we'll tell you after we fix this house, how much it worth and how much the other houses in the neighborhood worth and then why we buy this house. There's always a, a reason we pick this one versus others, right? And then also we'll tell you how much this house can be rent for. And then you guys have the property management fee of 10%. Mm-hmm. After we rent the house, we'll charge you t- property management. So your construction cost, it's pretty much like because you're a GC, you have like maybe 20% markup on the work and the materials, right? Yeah. Okay. Pretty reasonable because I remember when I purchased my auction property, I had someone you know helping me out as a consultant to bid on the property. And yeah, he charged me $3,000. So 2500 for all this work is actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, we don't charge a lot. We want to make sure that it makes sense to the investors. If it don't make sense to you, you don't buy, we don't have customer. So it's a win-win deal. And Alpine has over 3,000 properties, uh, you know, we're, we're managing right now. And then most people, like investors, they don't buy one properties. They have like, some people have three, four, five, some have 20. And in the last 15 years, people buy a few here, a few there. Those are long-term investors. And this is what attracted me to be one of their investors to start working with Alpine. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure for the very first time, people are kind of like weary and skeptical. So they might try one, but then once they see it's working, they, they start doing it more and more and they get like four or five. Yeah, and to a lot of California investors, like I had one investor just sold a house and he didn't even want to do 1031 exchange because he just, you know, he's tired of California rental market. He said this is like the rent control and also it's just not a rent landlord friendly state anymore. So, and uh, manage property is a lot of work. It's not a piece of work, it's a lot of work. So he's thinking what to do, but one thing he know what he wants to do is sell it. But at the same time, he met us. So now he's doing 1031 exchange and he wants a lot of properties from us. And I don't have that many auction properties. And we have some properties we already, already rehabbed, have renters in. So I asked him, do you want that? He said, sure. Cool. So yeah, so he's going to get a lot of uh, properties that come with the renters. That's the second part of business we do. We rehab and we find the renters. The renters already move in. So when you buy those kind of properties from day one, you make rent income. And those properties return annually as 10% per year. Yeah, not too bad. No, no, not bad at all. You just make 2% less, but you don't have to wait for those uh, couple months property like rehab thing. The difference between these two deals are if you do auction, you immediately make some money. Like what I said, the $67,000 investment, you get a $90,000 house, right? So, but if you do buy a $90,000 house and they, yeah, you pay a little more, but they come with renters. So there's pros and cons. So what are things you think our listeners should know before we end our show today? Any other tips or stuff that you think our listeners should know? Okay. I think uh, investors should know is who you're working with, who you're partner with is very important, especially as out-of-state investment. You don't want to fly there for a cheap fix or a small problem, even big problem. You don't want to deal with it. We pay property management company to do it. A lot of property management company are not doing good job and that scared investors away. So before you work with anybody, if you don't choose not to work with Alpine, that's fine. Choose work with other people, get a lot of referrals and evaluation and do your due diligence. Make sure they're a responsible team. Awesome. So if people want to purchase properties and work with you and your team, how can people get in contact with you? People can call me or they can call you. Maybe you can, if they don't write down my number today, maybe you can introduce them to me in the future. My number is 650 650- Nine two two seven zero three two six five zero nine two two seven zero three two. Yeah, you can call me and ask questions. I also want to host some small seminars. I will post those dates just to face to face to show people more case study. Just because it's out of state investment, a lot of people to a lot of investors, this new concept. And I think more case study will give you more ideas and confidence. We also host, Alpine also host free trips. So if you join our trip, you buy your own airplane ticket. We'll take care of the food and hotel. And you can come to our headquarters to have a couple of days class with us, to go to see some project with us, and just to learn more about who we are. It sounds like fun. I might take you up on the offer. That's great. Welcome. Join us. Awesome. 
Arnaya, thank you so much for your time today. And I hope everyone who's interested in purchasing properties out of state give you a call because this seems like a great opportunity to purchase properties at a really, really low price and get some cash flow rentals ASAP. Great. Thank you. Yes, I hope people can take this opportunity. Just one more thing I want to add is Fannie Mae. Everybody know Fannie Mae, right? Fannie Mae recently get into rental business with Blackstone. And that shows you something about rental property business. It says government Fannie Mae will back PE giant Blackstone's real home debt. And on this article, it talk about Fannie Mae will join Blackstone and have this uh, small home rental property business. So that tells you what governments move direction. And if you follow what they do, you probably will do well too. Nice. That's some great tips. Okay. All right. Thank you, Xiang. Thank you for ha- having me. Thank you, everyone, for your time. I'm looking forward to hear from you. Thanks, Naya. Take care. Here are some of the key takeaways from this episode. Team up with the right people to get access to good deals and systems. You need about $100,000 to cover the acquisition and rehab fee, but you should be able to refinance out of it in a few months and keep that money working for you. If you're interested in purchasing properties with Naya and Alpine Group, you can contact her at 650-922-7032 or through her email at naya.care4life, that's naya.care4life at gmail.com. And if you want to learn more about this program, or how to protect your assets, be sure to come to our meetup event on January 28th and use the code EVERYTHINGREI for $5 off your ticket. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find the show notes and other episodes on our site, everythingrei.com slash podcast. If you live in the Bay Area, join our meetup group, where we meet up in San Jose at meetup.com slash everythingrei. And if you thought this episode was helpful, let me know what key takeaway you got and share the episode with a friend who's interested in real estate investing. Thanks and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It'll take less than a second and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N-R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Thanks and have a great day.